Hello, my friends. It's Lexi. It is Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2024. I really kind of want to start with a bit of a story today. Um, I went on a first date with this guy Monday night, and it's Wednesday. And yesterday, um, we hadn't discussed like our intentions of what we were looking for or anything of the sort. Um, and yesterday he texted me basically saying that he was interested in another girl and he was talking to her about what her intentions were and it didn't go well. And he was like, I feel like shit. She was so mean, da 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 da, like looking for sympathy. And I kind of just didn't reply because I didn't know what to say. Like, what do you even say? You know, like, why did you even tell me that? Um, and he sent me this brick of a text, uh, you know, saying, you must hate me now. Here's some more context, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I waited, you know, I kind of thought it through before I texted him back. And I was like, you know, honestly, instinctively, I kind of just want to block you and move on. But, you know, I think asking anyone to, de to delete a dating app or stop seeing other people, whatever, whatever it may be, after one date is unrealistic. You know, it's like, sorry, you had a bad day. Um, and he replied saying, um, wow, that's really harsh. That's kind of a big red flag for me. That's pretty messed up. And I, you know, responded, I was like, yeah, I think the big red flag here is you trying to kind of gaslight me into my, my gaslight me for my honesty after you were, you offered up that unnecessary information uh, and I blocked him. And it sounds harsh, but it's it's the fucking truth, right? Advocating for yourself and uh, not repeating past mistakes, not repeating past behaviors and patterns. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Um, because, you know, a year ago, I would have been like, oh, no, it's OK. I'm sorry it didn't work out. And I I would have kept our second date for this weekend. But no, I think now after advocating for myself the last few months, I've really kind of, you know, grown a pair. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not this desperate girl who's gonna be second fiddle or someone's second choice, and neither should you. You should never be someone's second choice. You should never be someone's backup option. Never settle for that because you are worth more. We are worth more than being someone's play toy. Um, and so just make sure you're being extremely cognizant of that out there in this dating pool, if you can call it that. Um, and make sure, you know, you're watching out for these early red flags and bad behaviors, you know, kind of early on, because had I kept the second date, we would have had a third, we would have had a fourth, etc. And then boom, here I am two years later in a relationship with a narcissist that may or may not have a side piece. And yeah, that's kind of jumping to conclusions. I can acknowledge that. But <laughs> what else do you, what else would you expect, you know? And that leads me into my next point, um, that my challenges help me grow, right? Like I kind of said, you know, we never want to repeat our past mistakes, but learn from them. Learn from the mistakes, learn from the challenges, and continue to grow as a person is the big takeaway here. Uh, don't settle for something less than what you're worth. Expect more, expect better because you deserve it and you are worth it. And be because we expect better and we expect more and we are worth it, it shows that you are healing. I am healing. You are healing. We are healing. 
And we are healing from these mistakes and experiences to help us grow and strengthen our resolve and strengthen our mental health and strengthen our well-being as well. One thing that I've always heard that I kind of never took seriously, quite honestly, was that your physical health ties into your mental health. And let me tell you, I am not a active person. I, with a passion, hate working out. I hate going to the gym. I hate the weight sets. I hate cardio. I hate running. And I'm using hate, you know, I'm throwing that word around and it's such a strong word. But quite honestly, I think that is the best word I can use to describe my deep, deep hatred of physical activity. <laughs> um, but I do need to start finding more ways to stay more active because it is good for your mental health. So even if it's just taking my also fat ass dog out for a walk every now and then, you know, um, may I used to kind of like Pilates a little bit when I, and I say used to, when I was like a teenager, maybe that's something I can pick up again. You know, um, I bought on impulse a Bowflex last year that sits unused in my house, never touched it. And so I'm trying to sell it. Um, and I've thought about buying another drum kit because I also enjoyed the drums when I was younger. And that's another form of physical exercise that we can use to continue to strengthen and maintain and uh, improve our mental well-being. So if you have any other ideas for physical activity that do not cause sweat, <laughs> if that's possible, let me know. I would love to hear them. But I do need to keep this one a bit shorter today because I'm on my lunch break and it's about to wrap up. But going back, you know, circling back to the beginning of the story, um, make sure you're able to trust yourself, right? That's one thing I've really been focused on this year is trusting my instincts. And I hope that you are as well. Um, but I'm going to end this podcast very short, very abrupt and to the point podcast with the positive affirmation of I trust myself. I saw this guy's red flags and I trusted my gut and my intuition. And I told him, hey, this is a red flag. And he he gaslit me, right? So always trust your instincts, trust your intuition, trust your gut. Um, because it's almost always right. I love you guys. Have a wonderful Valentine's Day. I got to get back to work, but have a good week. Bye.